as the year comes to an end, one thing that I'm thinking about is taxes. Such a sexy topic, I know. But I actually love thinking about my taxes because my taxes are a representation of how much money I made. A lot of people try to minimize their taxes and there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel good about paying high taxes because it means that I was profitable. So today I wanna share a little bit about how I think about taxes and how I think about them specifically in December, in the last month of the year, and what I'm doing both to prepare for taxes and also to minimize them. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. Now I'm gonna preface this by saying, obviously I am not an accountant. Do not take my financial advice as some sort of authority, Um, but I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty good with money and I've got my ways and they've worked really well for me. So I'm going to share how I think about this because I think taxes and how you approach them is as much a money mindset thing as anything else. So the first thing is kind of a basic for anybody who already knows me. And that is when I plan for how I'm going to price my services and how much revenue I have a goal for, I always take taxes into account. Now, that might sound really obvious, but most people don't do this. It's why the Freedom Calculator asks you to calculate your business income and your personal income, and then it spits out the full revenue you need to make, including the taxes you need to pay. And the reason this is so helpful is because when I do this exercise, and I'm actually constantly looking at my Freedom Calculator, um, when I do this exercise of figuring out exactly what that total revenue number is, then I have one clear North Star to aim for. I know that if I generate that number at the top, I will have enough taxes to pay my bill this year. And what's funny is that even though I've been doing this for many, many years, I'm still always kind of amazed at the end of the year that I have exactly enough for the taxes. It's because I already had pre-planned for them. So if you haven't done that, I highly suggest doing it for next year because what it does is instead of taking taxes out of what you made, we really add them in to your revenue goals. So that's number one. I don't wanna worry about taxes, so I want them to be embedded in my goals. The second thing that I alluded to before is that I love paying lots of taxes, right? The more taxes I pay, the more it means that I was profitable in my business. Now remember, you only pay taxes on your personal income. You don't pay taxes on anything that you expensed for your business, which is a beautiful thing of running your own business. You can expense quite a few things. But I find that some people are so obsessed with lowering their taxes that they will buy things that they don't even really need just so they can expense them to lower their tax bill. Now, I'm all for spending money, especially at the end of the year, to minimize your tax bill on things you would actually buy. But I find that a lot of people will buy things that they wouldn't normally buy just to get that tax break. And I'm telling you right now, it's not worth it. 
Don't spend money on things you weren't going to spend money on just to save on the taxes. You will end up spending more because of it. That being said, if you have things that you are going to be investing in in the next couple of months, see if you can spend that money in December. If you have a computer that you're looking to buy in the new year, buy it now. If you're on a subscription service and you can pay for the full year up front right now, do it. If you are in a program, a coaching program, a business development program, and you can pay up front for the year, or you could pay the balance this month, see if you can, because those are all great ways to lower your tax bill. Now, of course, I'm talking about a situation where you did make a decent profit this year and you've got taxes uh, to pay. A great way to minimize them is to just pay for them using money that you already are going to owe. And a nice way to do this, if this is available to you, is just to open an interest-free credit card and pay for it there. So whenever I have things that I know I'm going to be paying for in the next few months, I might just open an interest-free credit card just to pay for it now, and I'll pay it off next year, but I'll get the tax break this year. Okay, so that's two. Number three, again, to minimize your taxes without spending money that you don't need to spend, think about what you're going to be offering to your community and to your prospects in the coming months. See if you can schedule it so that you only make those offers in January or see if you can book clients where they're gonna give you the majority of the payment after January 1st. This will mean that your income will roll into next year's taxes and not come off of this year's taxes. And basically it will push off your need to pay those taxes for an entire year. And that's a huge difference because a year from now, your business is gonna be way more profitable and successful than it is this year, assuming you're on the right track and you're doing the things you need to do to build your business. And the last thing I would say, although I guess this probably should have been the first thing, is that it's really valuable to kind of have an idea of how much you're gonna owe throughout the year. And it's a pretty simple calculation to do. I'm not sure why so many people end up in December or January or February with a tax bill that they didn't expect. Um, what I always do is I just have my books up to date, which is tracking you know, the revenue coming in and then the expenses going out. And I always just look at that bottom number and I say, well, what's 30% of that? That's what I owe. I have a little spreadsheet, very simple spreadsheet that shows my estimated taxes that I owe. And I every time I pay, you know, in April, June, September, every time I pay them, I note it there and I put the confirmation number so I know that I did it. And it's kind of got a running tally of how much I've paid. And it's just a simple calculation. Okay, I've got the you know net, uh, net profit on my balance sheet. 30% of that equals X and I've paid Y. So X minus Y, that's how much I'm gonna owe. I look at this number about once a month because I always want to know how far off am I from the amount that I'm actually paying on my estimated taxes and how how much more am I going to owe at the end of the year. And just knowing that can be incredibly valuable because first of all, it really sucks. The idea that you would get to the end of the year and then your accountant would look at your numbers and tell you you owe $10,000 more than you thought. That's a terrible surprise. And I've had lots of friends be in that situation. This basically will guarantee that that doesn't happen because I usually take 30% and I usually actually owe less. So I'm being very conservative with that number. But the other thing it does is even if you're gonna owe quite a bit more because you made more profit this year, 
at least you can start to plan for it because you're going to want to make that last estimated tax payment in January, and then you're going to have a few more months to generate the rest of it. So at this point, I might find out or realize that I'm going to owe an extra however many tens of thousands of dollars, but I've got like five or six months to find it. Now, a lot of people also will take extensions. I'm not a big fan of that. I just like to pay things and get it over with. Um, but I feel like five or six months is plenty of time to find the amount of money that you need, especially if you're already keeping track of it throughout the year. Okay, so was that the sexy taxes podcast that you were expecting? <laughs> Probably not. But I love talking about these things and thinking about them because they are such a critical part of business. And I feel like most people don't want to look at them. They don't want to talk about them. They have a really bad feeling around taxes and they hate them and they want to minimize them. And I'm just offering a different perspective because really, if you use your tax bill as a representation of how successful you are, you're going to feel really different when you pay it. And you know what they say, the only things in life that are, what is it, definitely happening are death and taxes. So embrace it, own it, let it be a part of you growing as the CEO of your business. That's all I've got for you today. I will talk to you next week. Hey guys, if you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show. And I thank you in advance for your help. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs.